Hi, welcome to Revolving Door. I am your host and here's my beef. So, a little backstory. I started reading Neuromancer by William Gibson as a part of an impromptu book club session. Why we had chosen Neuromancer had a little nerdier reason. All of us liked this band, this Japanese band called Baktek, and they had a very interesting album titled Mona Lisa of a Drive. It is definitely one of my favourites, and we should talk about this band a little more in depth some other time. Now, the title of the album Mona Lisa of a Drive was taken directly from a novel of the same name by William Gibson. Neuromancer is the first book of a trilogy in which Mona Lisa of a Drive is a part of. It's just, you know, one of those things that you do for the people, or other things that you like. And so we put on our brave reader's hat and started off into the journey of this much, much lauded dystopian, futuristic, cyberpunk pioneer of some sort to hit a wall of text so dense for its meagre 271 pages. Now, I was a voracious reader when I was younger. The key word here is was. I'm not who I was anymore, but I have a feeling that even if I was, reading Neuromancer would still prove to be a challenge. We started out into a futuristic Japanese setting, which all of us, modern, present-day 2021 readers, are all familiar with. Neon lights, dark alleys, wet pavement, and random smoke. We are probably glad that we've only ever seen this in movies, because I can't imagine it would smell any good. Our protagonist is Case. He's 24. He's fucked up. We've all felt like this at one point or another, but none of us are protagonists in a novel from the 80s, are we? Case is also a hacker junkie with an air quote not girlfriend called Linda Lee that we will never actually learn anything about except that she wears a pair of white sneakers. Stylish, I suppose. And yet she dies in the beginning like all female love interests did and our protagonist went into a detached spiral into the plot. Here's another thing, I'm not quite sure what the plot is. Without Wikipedia, by the end of the novel, I would have been hooked on some illicit substance in hopes of understanding of what was going on. In some ways, that would mirror Case's journey, I suppose, but I'm not going to stay too long on that. I'm just going to point out several things that bothered me through my reading. In the beginning, I was led to believe that Case had been living in Japan for quite some time, and yet he gives off this particular vibe of a modern digital nomad. The recent sort of, um, I'm not quite sure what to define them as other than privileged tourists who are able to exploit the internet in such ways that enables them to work in a country with significantly low living costs while earning salaries in US dollars to live comfortably without paying tax or earning work visa. For some reason they often form a pack and it's a little scary to watch if I'm honest. Now back to Neuromancer. In Japan, Case hangs out in a gaijin bar. In case you're not a weeboo like the rest of us, gaijin is the relatively less polite Japanese word for a foreigner. Case never bothered to learn Japanese, and he's content to socialize in an explicitly expat bar. Now what does that tell you about someone? I'll leave you to that question while I talk about something else. The sex scenes. Why do we have sex scenes in films or literatures? This is a good topic to talk about, but right now I just want to talk about Neuromancer in particular. The sex scenes in this book aren't sexy, it's just there. Kind of like a surprise, stale chocolate that you've forgotten was in the bottom of your bag. You kind of want it, but you're also aware that all the lint and dust and scraps of receipts that are now stuck to it. It's not very good. 
At this point in the book club, we are also experiencing quite a few distressed calls from our members. For some, Neuromancer was their first science fiction book, and I do regret that for them. The dialogue is dense, it's hard to parse, the diction is strange and unfamiliar, and a few characters have several different names that they're called by. It's hard to keep track of who's who and doing what, for what purpose. I did try to rationalize this by assuming that maybe this was the author's way of conveying just how fucked up Case is because of his addiction to the fancy drugs. But is that really the case? If I wanted to put this book into the context of the year that it was written, I suppose we could see where it came from. Akira, a very famous manga, was released in 1982. Blade Runner, the movie, was also released in the same year. And the 80s was a prolific decade for cyberpunk and neon lights. But for me, who didn't grow up with the same interpretation of these neon lights, what does it mean? Why do we cling to this depiction of a world so bleak that the only entertainment and happiness you could find was in machines or under the influence of designer drugs. The shifting of our, or rather my, understanding and priority gives the cyberpunk concept a fresh layer. I feel like at this moment the genre has been used mainly as a visual shorthand. I wanted to know where that idea came from and why it has become what it is now. This was mainly why I stuck for as long as I did in trying to finish Neuromancer. Our book club has sadly lost several readers as early as chapter 3. Once I finished it, through several significant delays and more losses in our book club ranks, I have to say that I didn't really find the answer that I was looking for in the book. It is everything that a modern audience would find to the entire trope, down to the way that nearly all of the female characters who showed up either have slept with the protagonist or they really, really want to. The protagonist learned nothing from the beginning to end, and for most of the final dramatic climax of the book, he was a passenger in someone else's body. Would I read the sequels? I don't know. To me, none of these characters compel sympathy or even the slightest interest that would otherwise drive me to be curious about their fate. Still, your mileage may vary. You might have enjoyed it more than I did, and that's a good thing. Literature, fictional literature, in my opinion, serves its purpose when it's entertains someone. Neuromancer is, as of this moment, still the only novel to have won the Nebula Award, the Philip K. Dick Award, and the Hugo Award, so clearly a lot of people were entertained. Those people are just not me.